The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Welcome back to the live podcast, everybody. It feels like forever since I've done this. I was at sea for two solid weeks delivering our boat down here to my home in Hilton Head, South Carolina. We had a successful voyage, and I'm ready to jump right back into communing with all of you. I want to start off before I introduce my two wonderful assistants by telling you about the magical experience that I had yesterday. I remember saying to my guide, Sanaya, hey, it's been a while since I've had a a little mini miracle. How about ramping it up a little bit? So I'm sitting in meditation right across the room here. And I decided to ask the question that I advise all of you to ask when you do my sip of the divine meditation. You can find that on YouTube. And that is, what is it I need to know now? Because we don't know what we don't know, but those with the highest perspective know. So I asked the question, I got quiet, and I was shown the image of a burning coal, like a little briquette that you used to put on the barbecue, right? And I knew it was a coal and I was sensing that this thing would burn you if you held it. And I thought, what kind of imagery is that? Why are you showing me this? So I asked, engage when you get something like that, when you get a response. And I didn't get anything in response. I wrote it down and I thought, hmm, it sounds kind of ominous. And then I just forgot about it. So I go through my whole day. Last night, I'm getting into bed, and I said to my husband, Ty, I'd just like to read for five or ten minutes just to relax a little bit. I was working right up till bedtime. And uh, I have a whole bunch of books on the go at once. And I looked over, and there's a little book that I bought in New York State when we were traveling through there a month ago. I started it then but haven't looked at it since we were in New York. Uh, that one looked good. I had no sense of being guided. It just caught my attention. What do we call that? a snag, right? So I just pulled the book off the shelf, didn't realize I was snagged by it, crawled into bed, opened up the book to where I left off. I highlight and underline, so it was very easy to see where I had left off. Turned to the very next page that I haven't yet read. I get to the bottom, and there it talks about a burning hot coal, that if you hold it, you'll instantly need, know you need to let it go. And the author was making the analogy that we often make judgments about other people and about other issues. And until we realize that that's damaging to us, we don't realize we need to let it go. So I was just floored. There was my burning hot coal. 
they knew that I would be led by my guides to find that book, to open it last night and have that magical moment. So then what do you do? I asked the question, is there some issue, some area in my life where I'm making judgments that I need to let go of? And I unfortunately was up at five this morning because I started getting the downloads in response, but I was happy for that. So just a little teaching right off the bat, ask what, what, what you need to know today, because again, you don't know what you don't know. So today I am joined by my lovely assistants, Bev Garlip and Lynette Setzkarn. Somebody told us they consider us Sanaya's angels. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know about that. Some of you watching will remember Charlie's angels, but uh, Bev and Lynette have questions that some of you have submitted in the past. They'll read those. We will take call-ins. In fact, people are already calling. You know, I'm going to take this caller girls right away because this person has called twice before we even started. Okay. I hope it's not a telemarketer. <laughs> Hello, you're calling from New Jersey and you're on the air. Hi, um, should I start talking right now? You're, you, you are doing it. You are talking and everybody's hearing you, I hope. Geez, okay, okay. Um, so what I had uh, one burning question, but what happened recently, my husband gave me a um, month early birthday gift and he told me to put my arm out and uh, it was a beautiful uh, bracelet, I said was, <laughs> because uh, um, uh, Thursday morning, 2.30 in the morning, I was on my treadmill, yeah, 2.30 in the morning, wow. and I all of a sudden I noticed that the it was gold with gemstones and diamonds that it was gone. Um, and so, of course, I started looking at 2.30 in the morning, but I was pretty sure that um, there's a preserve I go to every day and try to get there twice a day, that it had to be on one particular trail because I took it upon myself to do some pruning. And I'm like, it's got to be there. I just felt strongly that it was there. Well, I think I've been back there six times, maybe even more. Mm -hmm. um, and I kept getting those, um, you know, those uh, whispers or, uh, you know, those snags. Yep. I thought every every time, you know, there was something that would uh, come up, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to look here. Needless to say, it's, you know, I, I keep thinking I'm getting snags um, and I'm not, uh, I haven't had, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> okay. I just heard you uh, will find it, which I hope that's true. I'm not seeing where, but you're doing everything right. What is your first name? Oh, it's Angel. Angel. Okay. Yeah. Um, so have you sat in an expanded state, in a meditative state, and connected with yeah. your heart and yeah. said, guide me to where it is, or put insights in my mind as to where it is? Yes, I did that, and I'm in the emotion of like, oh, you know, I'm walking, I'm like, oh, I'm going to find it around the bend. And so I've been in the emotion of like, you know, the gratefulness of finding it. Yeah. I'm doing it all. Well, all I can say is you're getting good practice at what works and we're just going to have to trust spirit that you will stumble right upon it. Okay. 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 And the, the question that before I lost this was um, that um, when I'm going into my meditation in the early morning, more and more, I'm feeling like my, my soul does not want to come back into my body I feel like hmm. Jesus is this, am I going to um move on because I'm feeling like it's just more and more 
Like I wake up, the, you know, early and I'm ready to go. And then I go into that, um, and I, you know, that next theta or meditation, I go, I feel like I'm um, out of my body. I'm traveling and I don't want to come back. Wow. That, that's unusual. So I'm, I'm tuning in to see what the guides have to say about that. They're just showing me merging. They say it's a misinterpretation of what you're feeling, that your soul truly wants to be in your body and don't give in to fear with that. Just enjoy the travel and allow things to allow your soul to remerge. You, you don't really leave, you know, you don't leave your body, but to just enjoy the experience and not give fear to it. Okay. Okay. okay thank you. Alrighty. Nice to talk to you. Thank Angel. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, hey, girls. I didn't even give you a chance to talk, but we were talking before we even started. Hey, look, somebody's calling already. So there you go. Someone did ask if you could put the phone number up again whenever. whenever oh, well, Bev, would you pop that phone number up there, please? There it is. Yeah. So this is only if you are watching live at 1 o'clock Eastern on Sunday, August 14th. Otherwise, you missed the live call-ins, but hopefully we'll have some questions that will... Uh, help you on your journey as we go throughout this hour here. Let's see. So Lynette is in Georgia. Bev's in Florida. I'm in South Carolina and we're connected with all of you. Bev, you have a question from somebody you want to share? Um, yes, we had many, many questions come in. Um, here's one from oh. Oliver. Can our loved ones in spirit see into our future on earth? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. And that's what's so helpful to us because sometimes they can put thoughts in our mind that give us a little bit of an idea of how best to make choices as we go through moment to moment through our days. But the guides are telling me right now that they can only see a certain distance, that because we have free will and we interact with other free will beings, there's a limit to how far out they can see specific details. Major milestones, yes. They know when we're coming to join them, for sure. I mean, our time in the body is coming to an end. But uh, know that they see from the higher perspective. And also, please understand, everybody, they don't worry the way we do. They have total trust because they have that bigger picture. So, nice question. All right. Bev, I'll handle the back and forth with the camera. I'm pretty, that's pretty easy for me. All right. So Lynette, you have a question that somebody submitted already before we take a caller? Well, I have a question from Facebook. This is from Christina asking if our loved ones in spirit can call or use the phone after they're on the other side. Can they make calls happen that alert us to the fact that maybe they're thinking about us, that the connection is there? I mean, not to necessarily hear their voices, Right. But um, to make a connection somehow. I know that this question is being asked because this person likely had that experience. And absolutely, they can do it. I, I, The former Navy officer in me says, that's outrageous. That's ridiculous. They can't do that. But really, when you understand that everything is energy, the movement of energy, and telephones are frequency-based, they pick up signals in the air. So this, 
the guide said it's child's play to manipulate the signals. Not so easy to get a voice to come through the phone, but I know there are some of you who have gotten unusual text messages. I know that Lynette and I have a dear, uh, have both had our dear friend Brenda's phone number show up on our phone. Mm -hmm. Bev, has that happened to you? Nope. You're muted. You're muted, Bev, but uh, not Brenda specifically, but I've had other people's uh, show up yeah. or, or uh, their name in the text box. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool when yeah, they call you on phone. So trust that everybody when that happens. All right. Let's see. We did have a caller, but it went to voicemail. So sorry about that. If you, if you wrote down that, there we go. I'm going to take a call from California. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. What's your first name? My first name is Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Glad you could join us today. What's your question? My, my question is, um, I'm just been having a very hard time um, believing in, you know, the afterlife. My husband is a firm Christian, and he believes that it's really bad that I, you know, speak mediums, and I try to find my son. Um, it's been two years, and it's just getting harder and harder, and um, I'm just so lost, and I just don't know what to do and what to believe. Okay. Are you a member of Helping Parents Heal? Yes, I am. Do you know about the conference this week? Yes, I do, but I, I can't afford it because my husband doesn't support me in that. Okay. The live stream, can you afford that? No. Then I'm going to get won't. you, I'll get you on the live stream. Okay. Oh, oh, thank you. That's going to be my gift. Make the live stream. So send an email to bevgarlip at gmail.com. Just, I can't do this for everybody, but there's a, it's a God thing that you were able to get on the show. I know that. Yeah. And, I so appreciate that so much. And that's for Tammy. And, and you, and you don't miss my keynote presentation. Friday morning, we're going to kick it off and we're going to, maybe you're, maybe you'll want to show it to your husband later because I show my Navy background and I'm going to just flood you with evidence that is oh, irrefutable that there is an afterlife. That is my mission. This right here is just, just enough to show me that. Yeah. That it, I can't believe this. This is a blessing. Well, thank you so much. I got the goosebumps girls. You have it too. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's that email? Uh, that, you see Bev on there, Bev Garlip, G-A-R-L-I-P-P. -P. Just go to my website on the contact page and her email's on there. Okay. okay? And uh, we'll get you hooked up. All right. Thanks so okay, much. Okay, Tammy, really let me know how that helps, okay? I want follow up. <laughs> okay, thank you. I All will. Right. Thank you All so right. much. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ooh, we get to play Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. Yeah. So let me just talk about that for a minute. Um, I've been uh, preparing for the Helping Parents Heal conference for months now. When I do readings and some of them are just off the charts, amazing gold nuggets of evidence, there's no denying this is a very real connection with someone across the veil. I have asked for permission from my client. May I share the details that your child just gave us? They're Everyone is always so willing to share, aren't they, girls? Yeah. And and then I get photos to back up the evidence. These are things you would never find on the internet about people. And and then I just ask my guides, help me put this together in a way that 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 shows people how very real this is. And my presentation, I just can't wait to give it. But I'm just one of 
dozens who will be part of this conference. And uh, Bev put up the banner there. If you go to the homepage of my website, SusanGiesman.com, right under the banner is a little thing you can click on to sign up for the live stream. You don't have to have a child across the veil to attend this conference virtually. It is going to be filled with afterlife experts, mediums, uh, grief experts. It's really, for me, the event of the year for anybody who wants to know that love never dies. So check out that live streaming opportunity, incredibly reasonably priced for a full conference that you can attend virtually and then have access to the videos. I don't know if it's forever, but at least a year. I'm pretty sure of that. So check that out. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Bev, you want to ask a question? Okay. Um, I've got one from Maria uh, about electromagnetic fields. Uh, what can we do to protect ourselves from some of the electromagnetic fields that are affecting so many of us? Many of us are in fear of them, and I'd like to know what Spirit says about that. Okay. Well, let me ask my guides so that I don't answer off the top of my head. They say that you have always been swimming in electromagnetic energy that your body has its own intelligence, that you can set the intention to maintain balance, take appropriate measures, they say. That's funny. They just said all of you spend far too much time on your computers as it is and your devices. That's probably true. But they say that your greatest challenge to your physical body is the fear itself because that has its own vibration that disturbs the balance within your field. So trust the innate ability of your body to maintain balance, set the intention that only energy of the highest quality be allowed in your field. And so it is. Take appropriate measures, like they said, like, you know, like going to a doctor's a dentist's office, you wear the shield, you can put an energetic shield around you mentally. All right. Let's see, Miss Lynette, we'll take one from you. Uh, this is a question from someone named Jean that was sent in earlier. I read in a book about past lives. It was Brian Weiss's book uh, about spirit guides mentioning to the author that his son who passed as an infant paid a great debt for the father. Do we come in with debts? I was under the impression based on Sanaya's teachings that this is not the case. Okay, that's an interesting one. So I need to be very careful with my words. We talk about debt and that's that has a negative connotation. And the guides are advising me to simply talk about issues that we wish to work on. Something that was experienced in another lifetime that we might want to complete or readdress in this lifetime. They're not punishments. So that's the most important issue there, that we're not being punished by coming into this life, that what we experience is always an opportunity to have a positive experience with all issues this go-round. All right. All right. Where should we go next, girl? How about a caller? Yes. All right. We have somebody from New Jersey on the line. Welcome to the show. Hello, you're on the air. Trenton, Hello. New Jersey. There you go. What's your name? 
Yes, it's you. What's your first name? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, hi, my, my name is Dina. Hi, Dina. Welcome. Uh, my mother's actually listening um, from California. Hi, mom. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that I got through to you. Um, so how may we sorry, help you? Okay. Dina, you're still on the air. Yeah, there's some sort of echo. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the reason I'm calling is because uh, we lost my brother about a year ago, and we've both been having a very hard time. And can you hear? I can hear you just fine. I can hear the okay. echo too, but it's not bothersome on this end. Okay. Um, so we went to two different mediums, and the first meet, the second medium was somewhat successful, but the first one really scared me. Hmm. Okay. You can hear what I'm saying? Yes. Perfectly. Okay. We can all hear you. So um, the first medium, my um, he told me I, I have a kidney transplant that my brother donated to me before he died back in 2008. And um, this medium told me that my kidney would survive this lifetime. And I've had it now for 14 years, and it's probably nearing at the end of its life. And what he told me really scared me because the only way this kidney would survive this lifetime is if I'm not going to survive longer. So it just really scared me. And I'm wondering if you could ask the guys what that means, because I'm just now very scared that my parents are going to lose me as well. Okay. And I don't want that to happen to them. Did you tell the medium about the kidney? No, no, not so, ahead of time. Not ahead of time. What did you tell the medium about your kidney? Uh, honestly, I don't remember exactly what I said. I probably said a little too much, but he is a very famous medium. He's supposed to be like really great and everything. That's why I was so surprised, but okay. he had a very, okay. I don't know, I wasn't what I just got, though. what I just got with a little lip twitch of validation from the guides. Trust, okay. And they just said it again. Trust this is that you were speaking to a medium who may not understand about organ transplants as far as how long they last. The message he was trying to deliver is you can trust that you will be healthy for this lifetime. Okay. Okay. Right. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. And, and the, the other question is, um, I have not been able to dream about my brother and I've been trying to meditate and trying to pray to him. And it, the couple dreams I've had about him have been like from the past when he's like younger. Mm -hmm. And recently I did have a dream. It was just very quick. Um, and he gave me a message of numbers, two nine zero, I think it was. And of course I looked it up right away and I read about it and I think it was probably a message, but I just don't know why he can't come to me in a dream and speak to me. Is that not meant to be? Or? Oh, no, no. The, the, if, if we could make dream visits happen on demand, we'd all be enjoying them every night. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't we just love to have that happen? Those are gifts. If I'm being shown right now, our loved ones watching over us at night beautifully, always giving us our privacy, of course, but watching over us and like waiting for your frequency to be just right. Like, oh, there, I can pop in right there and she's going to notice me. But it's it's rare that that alignment is so perfect for most of us who are not attuned to the spirit world. I'm a medium and I don't have that many dream visits. 
So you're not doing anything wrong. I love that you're meditating and setting the intention. I think I would just dial back the expectation that this is going to happen often. It's just the gift that you just set set aside the 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 concern that you're not doing something right and just say, when you come through, I'm going to love it. I know you're doing your best to get through to me. And the short visit you had, because you remembered the number when you woke up, most likely was a visit. And sometimes they are that brief. But how about the solid feel of it? Did it feel different than a normal dream? It was so quick that I didn't really feel different no um okay. i had a dream once of my grandmother and it definitely felt like a real visit so mm -hmm. this wasn't exactly like that but it was so quick that i can't really say yeah he, the fact that you felt that you got that number and it was meaningful maybe he just slipped that in i get the thumbs up that that was from him but again don't give up but also don't expect it to happen all the time all right okay okay right. thank you so much you're welcome Blessings. God bless bye you. Bye-bye. All right. Whew, how are we doing, girls? We're doing good. How about any comments from people who are listening live? Any questions? Oh, my goodness. There are lots and lots of comments and a lot of questions. Um, some are, are very personal. So for those who have uh, posted really personal questions, if you could rephrase them in a general way that would benefit everybody, that would be uh, really helpful. But I thought... There was one from a woman earlier that I thought was really interesting. It was more an observation than a question, but I think what we're looking for is some validation. Is this how it works? She said, the lower my sense of self-worth, the more I judge others. I've just noticed this connection. Is that is that a reality? Is that something that we do with our feelings about ourselves? We project that out onto the world? Oh, Miss Lynette, you know the answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are projections. And I'm not a psychologist, but I want to tell everybody, and I know that, that my Sanaya's angels here will agree with me. One of the best ways to increase your attunement with your loved ones who have passed, one of the best ways to come into alignment with your own higher self and be able to connect easier across the veil. Can you hear everybody all of a sudden going like, oh, what? tell me, tell me is to notice when you're doing very human things that aren't aligned with the soul. The soul does not judge others. That is so tricky because that's what we humans do. It's just natural to us. And so the more you can notice when you're judging others and then stop, go to the heart and ask, where is this coming from? Why do I feel the need to compare myself to others and feel better than them? You ask that question directly of those in spirit, you'll get an answer. Then if you're willing to work on that and stop doing that, over time, your own light turns up brighter and brighter and brighter. Not only are you more peaceful here, but you will find yourself becoming more intuitive and connecting with the higher realms. Would you all agree with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bev, how about something? What is this? Okay. Um, yeah, another question that was asked personally, but it applies to many of us. So I'll ask it in a general way from uh, Koralika. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, says, I often feel like it's me against the world. I feel like I don't belong here anymore. Can Sanaya help me look at this in a different way? Oh, I hope so. 
Because if you all are breathing, you are meant to be here. Your soul is here for the full ride. Uh, my dear friend, Jeff uh, Hallahan, I wrote about him in my book, Still Right Here. His son, Devin, is across the veil. He has a tattoo on his leg, buy the ticket, take the ride. Because he and his son used to love to ride roller coasters. We as a soul level bought the ticket for the full ride, the ups and the downs. So... We are meant to be here. If you feel you, you're not supposed to be here anymore, it's just because it's become a little challenging. And I'm so grateful you're tuned into programs like this. Sit in the silence. Practice my sip of the divine. Again, go to YouTube and Google that or put that in the search box and ask that main question. What is it I need to know now? See what you start getting in response. If you don't get an answer right away, it'll come to you in ways you may not expect and you'll realize later that was my answer i'm gonna i'm gonna put you both on the spot can you remember getting an answer you didn't expect and it was helpful when you did that practice yes <laughs> yes you want to is it anything you want to share miss lynette well it 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 was so shocking i i and it, it's pretty personal, so okay. I would rather not share the details. But I remember, and it's funny because it ties into an experience that I know you're going to talk about in mentoring, or not mentoring, but the monthly connection, about doing the thing that is absolutely counterintuitive to what the natural thing is and, and how, because the message that I got was a complete contradiction to what I thought, what I expected, what seemed the right thing. And the message turned out to be the way to go. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What uh, Lynette was what, just talking uh, about is uh, every month I share the latest teaching from my guides. I, I share my foibles, my failures and successes and how spirit helped me overcome those. And the next one is this Tuesday. And boy, do we have a story to share with you. Oh my goodness, uh, near disaster that I experienced on our boat trip. In fact, Lynette was with us and she said she was utterly terrified during this experience. We're gonna share the drama, but the, 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 the metaphor for life, the, the spiritual lesson that we got out of that experience is something that I'm really looking forward to sharing with everybody. So you can uh, go to my website and sign up for that Tuesday night. It's gonna be awesome. I have some really, really cool stuff to share from the spirit world and evidence that'll knock your socks off and let you know this is very real. Bev, uh, have you had any unexpected mm -hmm. response to the question? Um, probably the most unexpected was when I expected sort of an external answer and the answer was for me to look at the situation differently. So, um, you know, the answer was it's uh, you, you can take care of it, Bev. You've got to look at something differently. Um, and I expected some external solution. So uh, I get reminders like that, but I don't expect. Yeah. And this is the beauty of, of living the awakened way to realize that you have a team of helpers. We don't have to wander around saying, I don't know what to do about this in my life. Who do I turn to? Who you turn to is higher consciousness who come in the forms of your loved ones who have passed your spirit guides, the angels source itself. But until we learn to shift our awareness and ask the question, we continue wondering. So it's really a powerful practice 
to get into, to shift your awareness and ask the questions. I have somebody on Can the I line with a question right, right now, if you don't mind, oh. from, uh, wait, hang on in South Carolina there. I'll get to you in a second. What's up, Bev? Uh, no, I just, I wanted to get back to Carl Lika's uh, question. Oh. It wasn't asked in so much of, um, I think, a, a, a dark way as, um, you know, I just, I get the feeling I'm, like there people don't, I don't relate to people around me anymore. And I, I think of us as we get further and further on the spiritual path, some of our old friends drop away because we're not on the same wavelength anymore. So I, I just, I, I thought there was a little bit of a different oh, okay. twist to that too. I missed that part. And you're absolutely right. And I know that whoever's on the line, hang in there, I'll get to you. But I know that the three of us have experienced this. And many of you listening too, as you start to learn more about who we really are, you no longer want to engage in some of the human behaviors that we used to. You don't want to gossip. You stop judging people. You don't want to be in, wrapped up in the drama so much anymore. And you start to see how other people do that. Now we can do that without judging them. We can do it with the sense of, oh my gosh, gratitude that I, that I don't go through that anymore. So at first it's a little bit like grieving some friendships until you feel it's okay. I hope they'll come along at some point, but until they do, my new friends, we're together, we're experiencing so much more peace and the love that we share for each other is so much more and the respect and the kindness to each other. So be willing to let old friendships go as you just flow with your path. Okay, nice. So let's see, sorry to keep you waiting. Who's on the line? My name's Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, your work has meant so much to me and um, it's it's really helped me a lot. Um, I wanted to ask about um, my, my grandmother um, passed in the mid 90s and she's the only person that I had, you know, a deal with. Like we had a deal that like when you're on the other side, you'll get a message through to me or you'll make me know that it that it's you um and i've had contact with uh, you know guides and uh i have a rich spiritual life i have um i have been in contact with other uh ancestors mm -hmm. uh people that you know died way before i was born so i've had contact with other ancestors but it it concerns me that the one person that i had this deal with you know that I haven't heard from her and it's just, it's, it's, it's caused some spiritual doubt. I guess it's made me feel like, well, you know, what's spirituality, what's mental illness, <laughs> you know, oh, gosh, and, yeah. and, and then also I feel like, um, and I've tried to rationalize it. I thought, well, maybe, you know, she was, maybe she's, um, come back to earth and she's reincarnated and, and that's why, um, but I just wondered if, if you had, a some thoughts on that well it's soul to soul communication so even if your grandmother had reincarnated her soul knows you at a soul level and you are always connected so for some reason i'm seeing right now two radio dials and it's just a mismatch in the frequency right now the guides are almost shouting there is nothing wrong with you I remember doing a reading for a woman and she wanted to hear from her grandmother and I just wasn't getting her. I mean, enjoying really good connection 
with others in the family. The reading before it was just fine, but I couldn't get anything. And she said, doggone it, this happens all the time. She sends me other signs, but I can't, I can't trust that it's her. And I laughed and I said, it's because it's you are supposed to tune into her. Don't stop. This is your soul's path to connect with your grandmother. Now, the guides are showing me not quite the same with you because you're not getting as many signs and not feeling the connection that that woman did. The bottom line is one of our greatest tasks as a soul in human form is to come to trust what is unfolding. I know beyond any doubt that, this, that our loved ones who pass are absolutely fine. We're all souls who are always and already whole and complete. That part never changes. So your grandmother's part of that soul. For some reason, as part of your path, you're just not making the connection. Please keep talking to her. Know that she's around you, but it's just the frequencies aren't aligning. So don't pull your hair out trying to get it to happen. Perhaps by grace, at some point, perfect stars will align in a metaphorical sense and you'll have that opening but there is nothing wrong with you well it's funny that you say that because just two weeks ago i got a message and it was it was not her but it was came to me as it was at her behest that she wanted me to know that i had some well obstructions in my life, um, clutter around my house, different things that were causing hmm. um, this, like you said, this this mismatch in frequency. So I think that that's what she's been trying to get through to me. Okay. Um, but as you say, I just, it's hurt. It hurts when I can't feel her. Well, but, I get um, that. I, think I get that. I'm working but on it. That's, and that's it. But please don't obsess about it. Don't think there's something wrong with you. If there's clutter in your life, both physically in your surroundings and within your energetic body, just set a very compassionate, self-kind goal to clear that out and make it your project, but not because there's something wrong. Okay. This I is, will. This and that's, is, that's this what is, I'm doing. This is what this path is like. Like I said, when we notice that we're saying snarky human things, why is that? And go to the and an energy healer occasionally and say, what do you see? How's my aura look to you? I love going to energy healers, find them by word of mouth. And it's just amazing some of the things they find. And once that's cleared out, wow, you just change your frequency just a little bit. But again, right. just live moment by moment doing your best and wait for the wonderful opening to occur. Right. I will. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. We just love connecting with all of you. Everybody, Look at this. We have almost a thousand people live. I don't know if that's YouTube or Facebook. And then the other one has more people. So look at everybody coming together on a Sunday afternoon. See, you're not alone. You're not weird. You're not woo-woo. This is very real. Yeah. So, Beth, how about a question from them? Somebody who sent one in. Sent one in? Okay. Uh, Lenny um, said, uh, I know from all the teachings that everything vibrates, everything has a frequency, but do we get messages from spirit in those vibrations? He said, as I wake up some mornings, I my body is actually vibrating. I thought it was a, even construction equipment, but it wasn't. Um, this has been going on for a year. Is, is this something spiritual? Well, every vibration 
every frequency carries information. It is information in wave form. So and if you're feeling that in your body, the question, the thing to do is question your guides. What is this sensation? What is it trying to tell me? I'm hearing they're shouting at me presence. So that's simply becoming aware of the presence of higher consciousness. So who is this that's merging with me now? And I'm glad that it doesn't sound like Lenny's freaking out because you shouldn't. That's just a new sensation of higher energy. When I feel something like that, I say, oh, cool. Who is this? Who's here? And engage them right away and then see where it goes. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Nice. Lynette. Well, I have a question that is going to be probably meaningful to a lot of people, um, unfortunately. How can we prepare for a pet's passing? And the bigger question, how can we prepare for the passing of a loved one if we know that that's going to happen? How do we prepare ourselves? Okay. I'm going to ask the guides to guide me on this answer. How do we prepare for the passing of a pet or a loved one? Take my breath away. They say, first and foremost, know that death is not the end of your relationship. Yes, it will be painful. There is no way to avoid grief. You can prepare yourself by coming to recognize that that feeling of grief is simply due to the fact that you love so much. Affirm that you are safe and loved no matter what. Affirm that you will need to adjust to the difference in your energy field after the physical passing, that that's a very real adjustment. Begin learning how to attune to those who have passed, if you haven't done that already. Read as much as you can about the afterlife and connect with people like us who can assure you your relationship will continue. So you can practice your emotional response. Am I going to lose it or can I take a deep breath when those waves of grief threaten to overwhelm me and remind myself that's love? Be sure to, oh, I feel that in my second chakra, relationships. Be sure to feel your grief. You know, wallow in it for a little while to allow it to process through you and then let it flow through you. And also know that there will be moments when you're okay and those will become more and more frequent. So there's your answer, really. It's don't push it away. Don't deny that this is happening. Know that these are all normal and inevitable transitions and that by facing that in advance you're just treating the situation so much more healthfully than most people lynette what was the um, phrase that beth pasacarnas used on my show when i interviewed her about pets passing something about death is 
Oh. Death is in it. It's not something final. Oh, you can't remember. No, but the, the essence was that suffering is optional. Death comes to all of us. And, and it's just a transition. It's just a passageway. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Life is 100% fatal. Yes. That's it. We need to write that down. It's one of those things. We don't want to say that, right? Life is 100% fatal. Life in each individual physical form, but not life as love and full expression, which is what we are, souls. That is not fatal. So each individual experience of life in a body it's temporary, and we know that. But to be afraid to talk about it, to not face it, that's unhealthy. So I hope that the things that came through there are helpful to all of you. Sure, it's scary. We don't want to go through pain. It's like knowing you're going to get your shots at the doctor, a very minor and, and totally unbalanced example. But you know it's coming, so you just prepare yourself mentally. Yeah. Okay. Bev. Comment or something, a question from somebody. Oh, wait, maybe I'll take a caller while you line up a question. Oh, Harrisburg, PA, that's my birthplace. In fact, while I bring you on the show, I am going to share, I'm going to bring a share. Ah, hang on a sec, got an echo there. I'm going to share in this month's monthly connection, August 16th, a stunning reading I did for a woman right outside Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, brought her son through with irrefutable evidence that he's still with us. It was, it was one of the most fun readings I've ever done because the evidence was so cool. She and I were just, just clapping and getting excited the whole time because who could deny that? I'll be sharing that evidence thanks to her from Pennsylvania on Tuesday night. So meanwhile, hopefully you can turn your sound down a little. Welcome to the show. Hello. You're on the air from Harrisburg, PA. If you could turn your speakers down and just listen to your phone, maybe we'll be able to hear you. Okay, hold on. Okay, she's turning her speakers down, everybody. How's that? That's great. What's your name? Suzanne, hi. My name is Anne, and I'm just so thrilled to have gotten through to you. I think maybe my husband helped me get through. <laughs> your husband in spirit? Yes, yeah. and that's why I'm calling. He okay. passed away three years ago suddenly, and... When I first passed away, like I had signs and I had seen him in my sleep and everything. And now I think, I don't know, do I, I don't know if I'm trying too hard, but I don't feel the connection anymore. Like I feel like, is it because after so many, so long, like there's not the same kind of connection anymore? You know, that that's different for everybody. And as I was writing the book still right here about our kids in the afterlife, I found out that so many parents experience lots of signs and a real sense of presence of their kids that first year for those who have transitioned. And then the second year, it seems to, to, to drop off a bit and it causes that same kind of fear in everybody. Let, I was going to say, I honestly don't have an answer for you, but I realize I'm supposed to ask my team when I don't have an answer. So let me ask, let's see. Oh, Okay. So the guides are saying they're simply giving you space to do what you came here to do, and that is to live your life and not become dependent on this regular, regular connection, to learn to trust that they are there and so that then when they do visit you, it's all the more special. So you're not doing wow. anything wrong at all. And you can absolutely still have an ongoing relationship. Let's bring Bev and Lynette back on the screen. You both have husbands across the veil. 
And how often do you hear from them? Neither one of you are mediums, but do you yep. hear from them? Just you know yep. trust it. I'll answer. I, no. Okay. no, go ahead, Beth. Oh, I said with me, it's uh, you know a presence. Um, I I have I always have his pictures nearby, and I'll talk to them when I I go by them, and I I I just feel the the presence. Um, you can carry on a conversation, and uh, but yeah, once you have the knowing that they're they're right here and they're fine. Nice, nice. How about you, Lynette? Yeah, I, you know, in the beginning, Mike was just a constant, and I would feel him. Uh, I was in deepest, deepest, like sobbing all the time, grief and anger over his death. And over time, he has said, you know, it's your job now to live your life. This is only the blink of an eye. And it's like he doesn't want me to be totally focused on him as I was the first probably five or six years. Huh. But, um, but I have noticed that occasionally I'll say, so step back so I know that you're there. And, and when I do that and he takes a step back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that solidity that I feel all the time, that support and love that was always there with us, it's still there. And um, let, let me clarify that. And Anne, we, I know you're still on the phone, but Anne, Lynette, are you talking about when we ask them to step out of our energy field? Yes, you notice yes, the difference because they're back to me. They've stepped back from your awareness. So that's a really different way of looking at it, isn't it, everybody? That your loved ones are around you so much that you say, step out of my field. And then it's almost like a coldness, an emptiness. Yeah. So they're, they're always with you. I hope that helps you, Anne. Yes. And also, like yesterday, I was at lunch with someone and it was just because my birthday was this past week and I didn't feel them on my birthday, but I asked for a sign that if, if you are still around, give me a sign of something that has to do with beer because he liked his beer. Okay. <laughs> and yesterday when we were at lunch, my friend who I've gone out to lunch with different times was the first time in like years she sat there and she ordered this bottle of beer Outstanding. And I started to laugh. that's great that's great you did it just right in and this is what i advise everybody to do ask for something specific like that that's not outrageous and know that they put that thought in your head knowing that it's going to happen so if i know how this works i can just see your husband standing behind your friend saying ask for a beer today <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy your book and your podcast and everything. And I, the day you were in uh, Hershey, PA, I do have one question. Do you have any intention of um, doing any kind of seminars and that in uh, Hershey, PA? Well, I didn't, but Miss Bev is one of my scheduling people. So make a note, Bev. Maybe we'll go back to Hershey. <laughs> that would be great. And also, one last question. Um, I was looking through, in fact, I have the book that you wrote for Janet Nahovic, oh. and I just recently saw that she had passed. Yes. And it was like so shocking. Yeah. She, yeah. And I was just wondering, have you heard from her spirit yet as well? I haven't. Not yet. Janet Nohavik was my original mentor. Any of you who are new to this work, go to YouTube or Amazon Prime and look up Messages of Hope, the documentary about my transition from U.S. Navy commander to my current work as a metaphysical teacher and medium. And in there is Janet Nohavik. We recreated a scene where she had me bring through my very first spirit. Little did I expect to do that at that moment. And uh, Janet called me about a month ago. She is trying to 
she has been trying to raise funds for a healing temple this, to uh, honor the spiritualist tradition of mediumship in New York's New York state, I think it is the healing temple. And uh, we had raised funds through a charity session for that temple. And she called back, she said, Suzanne, my health is not good. I really want this to be my legacy so that spiritualism and the healing temple will carry on. So Ty and I made a donation and I thought, gosh, she's really worried about this. And yet we were all stunned. She went in for uh, heart surgery and she passed in the hospital, a real shocker, but I love that people like Mavis Patilla and others are continuing to raise funds. So if that interests anybody, go to thejourneywithin.org. That's Janet's church. And you can be part of carrying on the legacy of healing and spiritualism to help that Hydesville temple become a reality. Neat. I'm glad you brought that up. But I have not heard from Janet. I did write for her her two books, her biography uh, through yeah. the darkness, an amazing story. She was a Catholic nun who became a medium. She's sassy, street smart, rough, rough life growing up and became this uh, leader of her own spiritualist church. And then I wrote for her, her book, Where Two Worlds Meet, which I've had so many people tell me is the best book on how to do evidential mediumship that they've ever read. So that's, it's all Janet's teachings and I, I honor Great. her. Yeah, we all do. So thank Great. you for calling. And thank you so much for your service in the military. I was military and that's what brought me to you. And uh, I just, it's just been a wonderful journey. Thank you for everything it? that you've done for our country. And thank you so much for everything that you do for humanity. Yeah. You are a blessing ladies. Thank you. So much. We're all part of one big team. Everybody, everybody who's listening, you're going to go out and spread ripples. Thank you for calling. That's what we do. We go from here and now everybody listening, your light is just brighter, right? And you don't even have to share what you learned. Just be being in other people's fields, those ripples go out. And that's why we love doing these shows, huh? Yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay. You got one, Lynette? I do. I have one that I don't, I don't think it's probably been asked in the, the years, but I don't remember this one. If, if one continually attracts partners who mistreat us, does that mean that we were bad people in a previous life? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's Okay, I want to say there's no such thing as a bad person. And we know in human terms that there are people who do bad things. So, again, we don't come back as punishment. If you continue to attract to you a certain kind of person that treats you a certain way, please know that something in what is radiating from your field is attracting that. You may not be doing this consciously at all but this is the soul saying bring it on because when i notice what's happening here when i finally become aware of what message i'm sending out that says it's okay to mistreat me i am going to completely change my song and everyone will finally respect me you see so it may not be conscious so don't beat yourself up but every time that you keep seeing patterns repeating in your life, this is an opportunity to wake up, pay attention. And if you don't know what's going on, this is when you move your awareness to the heart and you say, angels, 
help me show me what it is i'm not seeing why are these people being attracted to me notice my wording here i'm not saying why am i attracting them because who would do that knowingly yet it's happening the attraction is drawing them to you for the opportunity i tell everybody your partners are your greatest teachers they push your buttons over and over don't they girls <laughs> and if we can not run away from that i did that i'm ties my second husband and i ran away from the first one and the same issues that first guy had that pushed my buttons guess what Ty has the same issues, never abusive, always kind to me, but oh, I would want to run away when certain behaviors came up until I finally said, wait a minute, maybe it's something in me that needs to change. And guess what? Those behaviors rarely come up. And now when they do, I don't run. It's huge. And why, why do we get to work on these? Because the more we do, the more we open up to who we really are and the easier it gets to connect. My connections across the veil get more clear every day. I call my, my Sonia's angels here, Bev and Lynette, after readings and I say, you won't believe how this reading went today. And I know it's a direct result of seeing energy healers, of working on my own gunked up self, of meditating daily, of asking my guides, what do I need to do to be a more clear conduit for those across the veil? It's a commitment. It takes effort, but oh my gosh, does it pay off. So don't settle for anything less than shining your light as brightly as you can, right? Boy, I better put this soapbox away, right? <laughs> can I just add something to that? Please. Because that is certainly my pattern too. Um, the one consistent thing in all of my wretched relationships was me. I was there. Um, but what I noticed was that when I became willing to just not have any relationships, then I had the peace and the quiet to see what it was that was bringing this, bringing all this stuff to me. And it really made a huge difference uh, to, to just stay out of it for a while. That helped. Wow. And that can be a scary thing because I know I stayed in my first marriage. Uh, I, I don't like saying first and second because it sounds like there'll be a third, you know, <laughs> former marriage. I stayed in my former marriage too long because I didn't want the silence. I didn't want to be alone. And now I love staying in my marriage, but I also love silence and seek it out at times. Um, Bev, I know you enjoy being alone now. You don't mind it. You love sitting in the silence. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Oh, look, we've gone almost an hour, and I know that many of you have other things you can be doing on a Sunday afternoon. Bev, uh, Lynette, anything we need to talk about that we haven't talked about yet or any burning questions that we better answer? Just one from somebody who said she's desperate. Oh. Do okay. Will the universe find a way to connect us with our soulmates or twin flames in this lifetime? Okay. Ooh, I take my breath away as that answer comes in. They said they are making all due efforts to do that for when you are soulmates. That is exactly the meaning of that, that you are meant to 
be together now. So they're going like this. That means pay attention. And it may be the least likely person you expect. So they're saying right now, give up expectations of what your soulmate looks like. Work on yourself that you may attract to yourself someone who is in your best interest in a healthy way. What is it that that we always pray? Do you guys know? May, may my lessons be <laughs> as painless as possible. <laughs> Absolutely. And so know that soulmates also are not always a love relationship. I'm looking at two of my soulmates right here. There's no doubt about it. We are meant to be part of this team. So just trust the universe, right? Any parting words, Bev? Unmute yourself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, just, uh, you know, we had hundreds and hundreds of questions, so we, we I, I couldn't get to all of them, but uh, we'll have more Q&As. So. Okay, wonderful. And I see my phone still ringing off. We love doing these shows and we'll just keep doing them. We, we love all of you, truly. We're high after this because we can feel the the flow of the love back and forth. So hope to see a bunch of you Tuesday night, August 16th for the monthly connection. I will be doing a live channeling session. I'll bring the guides in. I'll get out of the way and a group healing. That has been a really powerful practice. Two hours of high energy community sharing. And uh, otherwise, I have some exciting guests coming up. If you want to be notified about upcoming podcasts, go to my website to the podcast page and we will send an email out. Lovely Lynette sends that out two days before every podcast. You don't want to miss this one. Okay. <laughs> so if I say goodbye, I love you two both as well. Thank you everybody for everything. And you all go out and have a great rest of the day. Lots of love. Thank you. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.